This is Wherever It Takes Us, a podcast about everything. I'm Kim Moran, a life coach, mom, horse enthusiast, and entrepreneur. I'm David Codney, a dad, an explorer, an artist, and a lost soul. We've come together because we're curious about life, what it means to be human, how and why things are the way they are, and most importantly, why no one talks about this stuff in real and meaningful ways. Join us each week as we dive into things that we're not supposed to say out loud. We're not experts, but we're real people. Hi, David. Good morning, Kim. How are you? It's not morning. Well, it's, it depends on what time you wake up. I'm of the firm belief that morning is whenever, you know, this whole notion of morning has to be in the morning, afternoon. You have to say good morning, good afternoon. I'm kind of like, you know what? When I see you, it's morning. Good day. Good day to you. I kicked <laughs> the system, Kim. I kicked the system. All right. Well, you had a bee in your bonnet, so let's go. All right. So let's let's discuss, shall we? Fill me in, man. The topic today is World Cup. Okay. Here's the thing about it. Okay. It's that this is, let's just generalize and speak about World Cup, what it is. So it's a soccer tournament, usually goes for about a month long. It's when all the people go, they go back to their respective countries, they represent their countries, and they fight for this trophy, which is an ugly trophy, I might add. It's not really that beautiful of a trophy. Yeah, it's kind of ugly. Yeah, it is. It it looks kind of like a... Like a mistake. It does look like a mistake. Like an eight-year-old drew something with a soccer ball on top. Okay. Yeah. Nevertheless. Um, Nevertheless. Nevertheless, there's a soccer tournament. And so it goes on every four years. So it's a big deal. It's kind of like the Olympics. Why the Olympics isn't bigger for soccer, but World Cup is, is beyond me. You know, that's a whole nother discussion. Why isn't soccer so popular at the Olympics? I don't know. Just another professional sporting event. Yeah, but I feel like Olympics is like the time to come together and shit talk other countries and be able to, you know, like that's it. Like you get you get the hoorah, the rah-rah speeches, you know, you get everything together. The the gold medal count goes up. I love it when America kicks ass, you know. Okay, so here, here's mired here. in controversy. It's mired in controversy for a litany of reasons. So it goes on every two, four years, excuse me. And before this, it was in Russia. So before Russia, it was in Brazil. And now all these things and all these controversies have been kicking up over time. And now it's in Qatar, right? And so long story longer, basically it's in Qatar. And so what Qatar did, because they don't have the infrastructure, they don't have, you know, when you have host a world cup, it's millions of people show up. It's not like, it's not like 20,000 people show up. I mean, we're talking a lot of people and it's usually smaller countries. It's not like the us we can spread it out in between different states countries are usually smaller therefore they don't have the infrastructure so you have to widen airports make bigger roads like you know bathrooms for people like stadiums you have to build so qatari government decided that they were going to start with this old basically imperial system of hiring in people from all over the place and basically for lack of better terms they're based they hired in slaves i hate to say it but it's exactly what it is so they hired in people from all over, really like third world countries, and said, come to Qatar, we're going to pay you good money, we're going to do all this stuff. And by the time these people spent 
money, $1,500, some of them's $2,000, some of them $3,000, which is a life savings. They've, they've like ratcheted up their farms. These are poor peasant people in, in the world, right? Decided to go to Qatar to make some money. And now they're getting 39 cents an hour and they can't leave. The government has taken their passports. There's been reported deaths of 6,400 people have died building these stadiums, building the roads, building the infrastructures, all migrant workers. And this is a country, too, that's marred in in a lot of controversy to begin with because basic human rights aren't being upheld. If you're a woman and you're under 25 years old and you're not married, you have to have someone sign off on you to be able to travel internationally. Think about this for a minute, Kim. Wait, there's so many issues going on here and I want to spend the time. So there's the issue of slavery, which is not, Qatar is not the only country. I mean, look at China and the Olympics that happened and and who built all that infrastructure. You're right. Slaves, you know, and Brazil Olympics was mired in infrastructural controversy as well so well, Brazil mega sporting for it too. mega sports in general let's say mega, mega sports, sports. you got a yeah you got a lot of money so there's a, people have an opportunity to make a lot of money and then there's the people who get taken advantage of in these in these situations but yeah the interesting thing for me about how people were saying that Qatar is human rights violations is okay you want to you want to talk about that? Then let's talk about all these other human rights violations. Let's talk about, you know, China. Let's talk about, you know, human rights violations in Russia. And hello, we could talk about human rights violations in the United States. I mean, yes. we're not we're not above reproach. No, but I also don't feel, though, that we're paying people 39 cents an hour to build a soccer stadium or a football stadium. I do think, you know, look, I don't think, you, uh, well, I, mean, I also know maybe, maybe we're not doing that, but you know, we did, we did put children in cages a couple of years ago. We rounded up people and put people in cages. So it's not, not the same, but it's, it's not entirely different. Right. Yeah. So let's just say, let's say big sports in general has this issue. Yeah. Yeah. And until people are done, you know, wanting their crack. It's going to continue as long as the market is there for the mega sports. Well, take go back to FIFA for a second here. You know, now the next bid for this is 2026. It will be in America. It'll be in Mexico, America, Canada. But 2030, the biggest bidder right now is Egypt and Saudi Arabia. And they're pledging like something like $40 billion to build that infrastructure, and everything, which is just insane. Because the problem with this is, They've all pledged and FIFA has come out and said, you know, let me let me just explain some of these things here because I'm just I'm, I'm I'm all over the place. I should have I should have wrote notes and I should have followed these notes. So it sounds a little bit more congruent, concurrent. What, what's the word I want to say? Whatever. You're you picking up what I'm putting down. So back when this whole thing was started, there was the Switzerland team who came out. And it said, respect for all human beings on and off the pitch, because this is back when Qatar first got it and they realized what was going on. And it was all about this stuff going in. And this was a whistleblower. This is 2018, 2019, when a whistleblower went over, I think it was Vox and 
the daily doesn't matter. It was some big reporters went over there and started taking pictures of the stuff. And then they got in prison. The reporters got in prison because they were like whistleblowing the stuff. And it's, it's fucking Qatar, man. This isn't like us where you can go over there and like, Oh my God, someone peed in the alley. You take a picture like Qatar will put you in jail and they'll flog you. And they'll, you know, this is like major, major issues on the stuff. It's not, Oh, speaking of which we're going to talk about Iran at one point, aren't we? Or is that another yeah. episode? Different episode, but go great, for it. Great. So anyway, so then England came out and said essentially that we were instead of doing t-shirts because the team came out with t-shirts that had big white letters on it. Instead of doing t-shirts, England came out and said, we're going to do something bigger than t-shirts. We're going to do something way bigger than t-shirts. Just wait, because they realized this groundswell movement was happening. And this is also during the time where Kaepernick was taking a knee, all this other stuff was going on. So it's like, you know, everything's kind of bubbling up anyway. So England <laughs> comes out and says, we're going to do t-shirts. And instead of doing t-shirts, or they said they're going to do something bigger than t-shirts. So instead of them coming back and saying, we're doing, you know, X, Y, and Z and really denouncing FIFA, but we're still going to send athletes, but we believe in human rights. We believe in all this other stuff. They decided that they were all going to wear rainbow heart armbands. Yeah, 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 yeah. In one love. And right. decided, so not only did they sit down, this is where this, this is where the hypocrisy comes out is they sit down and they say, we're going to do something bigger than t-shirts. But effectively, they came out with something that's like a tenth of the size of a t-shirt and it's an armband. But now, because when you go to Qatar, there is these police that go around. They're like the, the blazer guys. I forget what they're called. The morality police. Morality police, yes. These guys are morality police and they're, <laughs> they're, they're rounding up people with these armbands and arresting them. Because you don't yeah, have because to... because homosexuality is illegal and it's very illegal. It's very, very legal. So there's these people that are coming out and they're saying, Well, I'm gay. What happens if I travel over there? And I'm kind of like, hey guys, don't do that. Don't fucking travel. This isn't a game. This is right. real life. Like, this is part of the problem that we have where we as a society have taken advantage, and you know, we talk about being um oppressed and all this stuff no that is true oppression of what's going on over there this isn't like this isn't some fictitious thing that's going on but it's not something in your mind where i i'm gonna get in trouble but you know what i'm saying like this is this is all this is not a game over there they will arrest you they will put you in jail you can get you can get you can get killed this isn't some bullshit so right. why would you and that's the thing why would you want to put yourself in that predicament to prove what? Because you're not going to win. If you think you can like affect positive change, maybe that's why you would do it. I don't know. I don't know. Kim, you being a woman. Yeah. You being a woman right now, right? Would you go over to Qatar? No, I wouldn't. But it's just because I don't want to support that. I don't want to, I don't want to support that. Support what? That that whole regime that says homosexuality is wrong, women are subservient to men, and all of that. I don't support that, so okay. I would not okay. go there. It's it's insane. Yeah, right. It's it's truly the laws over there are are asinine. I mean, we're talking like it's it feels like we've gone back to the 1600s, and we're celebrating that in well, a country that's that's along those lines. Look. You can't drive if you're a woman. I know, I know. So what so what are we talking about? We're talking about the corruption of mega sports institutions like the IOC or FIFA or like like that. 
sure. right? Because there's incentives to to make money. One of the things that I think is so wasteful and is is part of this problem with mega sports infrastructure is that so many of these buildings that were built for Olympics or other major sporting events sit empty. They are not being used. They're rotting in places like Sochi, in places like China, in places like Brazil. So we build this stuff, we import materials and we, you know, abuse and employ laborers for what? Mm-hmm. So I actually think that bids for the Olympics should be in places that already have infrastructure mm-hmm. and and maybe give some sort of offset to a country. A country could host in another country. Sometimes, it, I mean, a lot of times it does help out and it brings things in there because it brings newer areas. But yeah, you're right. A lot of the times it sits there. But you know, there's there's like Sochi. The only reason so- Sochi's got F1 racing around the Olympic Committee in the Olympic area. So yeah, but most of the other buildings are just wasting away, never being used. Mm. So you know, it's 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 environmentally there's an environmental impact. There's a an impact to the community. I just think mega sports. We have to we have to rethink it, and then. Now that we have all these pandemics going around the world, it's it's just going to be different, I think, going forward. I don't think we can continue on like this. And I don't think people are going to stand for for the corruption. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people just don't care about the lives of other people and workers. And I, I feel know. like they're all going to denounce it, but they're all going to watch. See, no. that's a that's a problem. Like we have to make some hard decisions, I think, as a civilization. It's if we want to really push the needle forward in terms of human rights and environmental impact, then we have to be willing to suck it up a little bit and maybe go without and hurt a little bit. But I don't think anybody wants to hurt. They want their FIFA. Yeah, they want their FIFA because that's that's what they're there for, and that's how it goes. And I mean Right? Like we will we like F1. So but I look, I'm not, I'm not a, um, a morally high person and I don't want to project like I'm some kind of like morally just and sound person. Cause Lord knows I have my issues, right? Like I'm definitely not, not the best, but, and here's the thing. I don't agree with go, what's going on in guitar, but I'll still watch the games. Like, should I not be watching the games? No, but I mean, no, what do you, what do you think? Discuss. I mean, I'm not going to, you're not a more, I'm not going to put my morality on you, but I'll, I'm going to walk my walk. Okay, so let's talk F1 because now we're in F1 people. We're good people. We're F1 people. What if, uh, would you not watch a race if it was in a country that you didn't agree with? Like I Saudi. Mean, yeah, Saudi. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I struggle. L- let's just say that I found out about some of these egregious practices in that were happening in within F1. Let's say I found that out. I would struggle to continue to support and to watch F1 if I found out about these egregious things. I'm not, I probably they are going on. It's just I don't know about it. Well, there's a race in Qatar, isn't there? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, right? Or Abu, Azerbaijan? Or no, Azerbaijan's a whole different country. I'm, I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. I, I just, where do you draw the line on this? Because it's not, you know, people, there's a lot of stink going up about this, but what, what, what do we get out of it? Do we just get this? And here's the fear. Here's the fear. Like, just like you said, there was a huge issue going on with Brazil and how they kicked out all these people and these poor people so they could build stadiums. They basically forced them to move, forced them to leave, forced all this stuff. Nobody talks about it anymore. 
it's that's gone. That was back in the wayside. And now it's just moved along, you know, like. Right. So F1 does have a race in Qatar. And I, and but, but they it? didn't have it this year, but they do have it on the schedule for um, next year, 2023. And then the next 10 years. Wow. So what do we do? Kim? I'm not going to watch it. I'm, I just look, I'll watch, I'll watch the other races, but look, you have to be personally. I'm not going to be that person. That's like, yeah, it's kind of bad, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm that, I'm not going to be that person, but I'm not going to tell anyone else how to be. No, but. And let me say this is what is happening in Qatar worse than what's happening in America. I'm going to say this again. Yes, you're out of your damn mind. What is happening in America in terms of women's reproductive rights is a limitation of freedom on women's rights. Wait a minute here, Kim. Wait, 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 wait one second here. Just before we get too far, I understand where you're going. Well, let me let you finish. Excuse me. I'm sorry. And and I would say, and I would say, you know, as a country, we have a history of slavery. We and we did separate families and put children in cages. We did. So I'm not sure that we can be some sort of morally superior country and say we're we are so great and we're so moral. I don't believe it. So, you know, am I then going to watch the F1 race in uh, Austin and Las Vegas? I have to start to ask myself these questions. Okay. There's a big difference between women's reproductive rights and not having every state allow abortion and not allowing someone who's under 25 and not to be married cannot get on a plane and fly. I mean, it seems like a big difference. It's not that big a leap. When you start to take away the rights of a, of a section of your population to make choices about their health that is taking away a freedom and it's not that that big a leap to take yes, but i still think there's basic freedoms like kim you're allowed to vote you can drive a car you can i mean these are basics that are like that are not in guitar i you know, i get that but but don't think that we're that far from from it that's all i'm saying oh i think it's all whitewashed and it's all a different different view right like for sure but i mean you watched handmaid's tale yeah, but you know, I didn't really get into it that much. Hmm. I thought you it know. was very, I thought it was very uh well, that's a whole separate discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, David. You know, these are all raising really good questions and I don't think there is an easy answer and I don't think there's a this is good and that's bad. I mean, it's just sort of an, to be aware. Okay, so where do you draw the line then, Kim? Because this is a little bit new for me. Because, I mean, honestly, I sit here and bitch about World Cup, but it's easy for me to sit there and say, I'm not going to watch the games because it really doesn't affect me. But now that we talk F1 and there's an F1 race, now I'm I'm in, I'm actually in a predicament now. For the first time, you put me in a predicament where I'm like, shit. Look, F1 is, does, is not, you know... I, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. But what I will say is there was some racism happening in F1 and the organization of F1 spoke out against it. There are drivers in F1 who who are able to express their beliefs about things like 
LGBTQ rights, um, women's rights, whatever. They want to do it on their helmet. They want to speak about it. And and the F1 governing body supports, I think, human rights. So, so there's that. So that's the first thing. I'm not sure FIFA is out there saying, yes, human rights for all. I don't know enough about it to say it. But what I would say, FIFA, the governing body, in FIFA has been under some scrutiny for various things. Oh, for a long time. For a long time. So you just have to see how far you're willing to go and how and what you think is the right thing to do. And and I don't I don't think it's easy. Governing bodies of sports don't aren't moral bodies. They're just sports bodies and and money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. It's just, where do you draw the line? I don't know. Because at some point you're like, look, is it going to make one difference if I watch the team or I don't watch it? Right. Is it really that much of a difference? And, but then you sit there and say, well, morality is not what happens when everyone knows it's what happens when nobody's around. You know what I mean? It's the same thing when you go hunting. Like if I went hunting and I shot over my limit, you know, and I didn't get caught. Does that mean that I'm a better guy or worse guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is all, it's totally. when nobody else is around like that. That's right. So, but I, but I do think that international sports does bring to light different cultures and, and different right. cultural and world issues and events. And, and for that, you know, international sport is, it's brilliant, right? It, it, it brings us places we wouldn't necessarily ever get to go. So that's interesting. Yeah. But there's, <laughs> I'm just stuck on this whole thing now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm stuck on it. I can't get out of it. Oh, no. Well, so are you going to watch any more of soccer? I don't know now. Because now that I said that, I feel like a hip. I feel like I get on here and I talk about all this stuff and then you raise a very good question. Like, how can I sit here and bitch about this and make fun of this essentially? And then all of a sudden know all this stuff and actually read on it and do all this stuff and then yet support it in, in all the ways at the same time. I do think just by merely bringing up the question, it brings a lot of things into light. And I do actually think the actual act of reading about it, supporting it, clicking on the news links, all this other stuff brings more light into the whole situation, which allows more people to go into, which raises awareness. But is that enough? I don't know. It is what it is, man. And if, if watching a soccer game helps you feel better then just watch it, but you're also now you just have a new awareness, right? I'm, I'm, sitting now, I'm sitting now with my arms crossed. Very, <laughs> yeah, he looks so pissed off right I now. Fucking, I am pissed. You know, because it's like, why? Well, I think this this brings up for me kind of what I was talking about um, the Olympics when I was a kid, this amateur element to it, this innocent, pure element to it, which is sport is something that can bring so many different types of people together. You know, a soccer ball travels. You can go to Egypt, you can go to Europe, you can go to South America, Central America, you can go to, you know, United States, you can go all over the world and a soccer ball brings people together. 
And so sport, the pure joy and the pureness of sport is just getting fucked by greed, basically, you know? And so it's like, do we want sport for sport? Do we want sport for camaraderie and for joy? I mean, it's fun. Get your ball and get outside, play. You're not, you're not moving. I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm just, I'm still stuck in this whole thing of like, do I watch or do I not watch? I'm sure you'll figure it out. Okay, David, I'm so sorry. I don't, don't right, apologize. I just feel like I feel like an idiot now. I feel like I came on here all riled up about something. And I realized like now I'm stuck with this morality, like, like um, quagmire. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but welcome to being an adult. That's what it is. But I think we're not going to get anywhere to any further. No, we're not getting any further. Okay, so I'll okay. say good day. I bid you adieu. Okay, good day. <laughs> If you liked Wherever It Takes Us, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Share the episode with someone who you think would like it. Leave us a five-star rating and write a review. We appreciate it. <laughs>